What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to After Further Review. This is episode 15. I am your co-host, Jalen Brown. I am your other wonderful co-host, Shaquille Brown. Yes, he is. This is the very first episode of uh, 2021. Uh, it seems like we're kind of late because a lot has already happened in 2021. Um, we won't go into detail, but... Uh, same people, same countries, just new new date on the calendar, folks. Yep. Keep it on change. Yep. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's also true. Uh, Shaq, how have you been? How have you been enjoying this new year? Uh, new year, same things. I'm about $600 richer, apparently, according to the... Ooh. There we go. 600 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, you know, just a... Same old, same old here. I can't say that any drastic changes. No new, new year, new me is not really the case here. Yeah. This week we're drinking J Dub's Bell Cow. I believe I called it Cow Bell earlier, but you know, Spanish version. Uh, yeah, this is from, like I said, J Dub's Brewery in Sarasota, Florida. Uh, if you're looking for a beer that tastes like chocolate milk. At least for the first half, uh, pick yourself up one of those. You can find them at your local Publix, maybe other places, but Publix for sure. If you live in uh, the greater Tampa area, at least. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we have a lot to run through this week. Uh, we've got a recap of last week, the final week of the regular season in the NFL. Uh, we also have, of course, the L's of the week. Uh, we have. Wild card weekend predictions. We're gonna have our first ever guest on the show, very special guest, who's the inaugural uh, first guest there. Uh, and then we're of course gonna round it all out with the uh, FanDuel, excuse me, fantasy lineups to uh, get you some money this playoff season. So we hope. That's all the money that we earned you early in the season, so you might as well just stack on top of that. Yeah, just build up, you know, just. Uh, What's it called? And just keep rolling over your wealth. Just, okay. It's simple finances. And the season cashed up? Yeah. Done. Buy yourself a new car. Um, yeah. So if you are listening to the show and you don't know, we do have a video version uh, that is live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, the link is down in the description, whether you're listening on Spotify, uh, Stitcher, whatever you may be listening to us on. Uh, yeah, just click down below for the YouTube link and you can go watch us live every Wednesday night. Or, of course, you can watch the replay of this whenever you want. Uh, just make sure you hit subscribe and you can catch us uh, every Wednesday. But before we do get into the recap, I wanted to say this when it comes to the playoffs. So if you don't know, it's your first time listening to the show. I am a New England Patriots fan for the first time since my small brain can remember. Uh, we are not in the playoffs. So I no longer have a dog in this fight. Uh, Shaq, his team is is in the playoffs. Resident Steelers fan. Um, so Shaq obviously has a dog in this fight. Uh, but I don't need to also be another Steeler fan. It would make no sense for me to also root for the Steelers. There's already one fan here. Wouldn't make much sense. Um, so I figured the team that I'm going to be rooting for during this postseason is going to be the team that I thought at the beginning of the year was going to play the Bucks in the NFC Championship game. 
Um, I did pick that they would lose to the Bucks in the NFC Championship game, which I don't think that anymore. But uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I just want to see the Bucks make it at, for the spectacle of the Bucks making it. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, this is a team that has been uh, always making the playoffs for the past for a while, for the past like four or five years. Um, always competitive, great quarterback, um, cold weather team. Shaq, do you have any guesses on who this team is? Uh, I do not at this current second, but I'm very interested on which team may. The team that I'm going to unveil under my T-shirt, I have a. There's nothing on the T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> Folks, I want to see the Seattle Seahawks go all the way this year. Uh, I, I think they can do it. Like I said, before the season started, I figured they'd play the Bucks in the NFC Championship game. Uh, Seattle, great team, great organization. Uh, good friend Malin, also a big Seahawk fan. Um, and I, also, I did let him know that I will be the resident Seahawk fan. And I think that they are going to go uh, pretty deep. So I will favor the Seahawks throughout the uh postseason but uh i agree with that one of the top three teams i believe that probably deserving the most out of all the teams <laughs> out there. uh yeah so we will see but i just wanted to put that out there um and now you guys know anyway we are going to recap what happened during the final week of the circus known as uh the nfl this last week uh, basically, the way that this week ended going into the playoffs is so much drama that I can't remember the last time there's been this much drama in the NFL. It almost feels like the NBA, where there's all these different like side storylines going on. Uh, but there's a lot going on, even for teams that had no real reason to have drama. Like Their season is now over, and it, it does not matter. Uh, but... Speaking of that, we're, of course, going to kick it right off with the Washington football team who were able to outlast the Eagles 20-14 to because of the Eagles getting in their own way. Um, Shaq, were you disappointed in the Eagles for throwing this game away? Um, I was disappointed in how they threw it away. Am I disappointed that they lost the game? No, that's why they're in a position that they're in at this point in the season. They're just absolutely hot mess and trash, but right. just the way they went about it. Yeah, I, uh, I, yes, to answer the question, just yes or no, I was definitely disappointed with how the Eagles lost this game, uh, because they did not appear, no, screw it, they did not put their best foot forward and give their best effort to win this game. The coaching did not, at least. The players did, but the coaching did not. Uh, I gotta give props to Joe Judge of the Giants for calling out the Eagles, even though it kind of was... I mean, of course, the Giants head coach is going to call out the Eagles in this scenario. But nonetheless, what he said was true. I kind of thought it was funny that he literally got up into a podium and was just slandered the Philadelphia Eagles publicly. Uh, but that was just so disappointing to watch. Like, knowing your best chance at winning, you take him out of the game to put in somebody you've had on your roster for like four years now. Clearly, you don't need to evaluate Sudfield anymore like you know what he is why would you randomly throw him into a game now unless you were purposely trying to lose uh and I know some Eagles fans were like uh we just wanted to stick it to the the Giants 
to me, that doesn't make any sense because you still are playing a divisional rival anyway. So either way, somebody out of your division who's not named the Philadelphia Eagles is going to the playoffs. So you're going to – why would you not try and win this game regardless? Like I said, it seems like they haven't been trying all season anyway. Yeah. This time, I just feel like it was more blatant in their face that they're just trying to throw this game away. Yeah, I've never uh, never seen something like that before, though. Never have I. Especially in the game that going into that quarter was actually still like a game that's still very much competitive. Yeah. It's not like your quarterback was doing absolutely dreadfully. He wasn't right. doing like a wonderful game, but it was still close enough that I feel like he could have closed the game like really wanted to. Yeah, because they were down by, I think, uh, just three points yeah, they were in down the fourth by, quarter. What was the score? Last one, like 17? I think it was 17-14 or 17, something like 17, that. Like that going in. It's like it's a really close yeah. game. It's very winnable, but for some reason. Weird. Weird nonetheless. Um Doug Peterson, man, you better be glad I'm not your GM because you've been gone that that night. Basically, <laughs> I honestly would have taken me out right in there after, after that little muffed like hike. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, some people dropped the snap, dropped the snap out. Tell you how the game, especially since after he put him in again after that, and I was like, all right. Yeah, it would be different. As I just spit all over the mic, it'd be different if he came in for like a series or two. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they were like, nope, here we go. And you had all the players on the sideline who were just looking at Doug Peterson like, you sure? are you serious? Unbelievable. Weird way for that, that game to end. But props to the Washington football team. You guys made it. You did it. You finally got through this train wreck known as the 2020 season. But what you'll do with it is a whole different story. Yeah, we will get into that <laughs> later. Uh, moving along. Uh, good luck, Doug Peterson. Yep. Hope they got you a good 401k. Uh, the Browns outlasted the Steelers 24-22 to and clinched their wild card spot. Uh, Shaq, did this tell you anything new about Cleveland? Um, no, I was kind of knew that Cleveland was always a competitive team this season. We all kind of knew they were going to be competitive. I mean, congrats to you for beating our bench, but, like, we always knew you are a competitive team. Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, I, I guess I kind of disagree. They did show me something because they this game showed me that the Browns are a legit playoff team because uh, they could have easily choked this game away and missed their opportunity to uh, get into the postseason for the umpteenth time in the past almost two decades. Um, but they took advantage of it. Yes, the, your your starters were out. Um, but nonetheless, it was a close game. Came down to basically like the last play. Um, but uh, this just showed me that their 11-5 and five record is legit. Um, are there a lot of bad teams in those 11 wins? Yes, there are. I'm not going to lie. There are quite a few, actually. Um, but they still did have to go get the job done. Like They weren't just handed those wins at the end of the day. Um, Unlike Washington, they did not get in by default. They, along with two other teams in their division, made the playoffs, so they had to work for that. Unlike them, it's like, yes, the Browns play a lot of bad teams, but there's some teams that play a lot of bad teams that still need to beat all the bad teams. Right. The the teams don't make their own schedules, folks. So they have to go win the games that are presented to them. Um, 
But I mean, but there were some good wins in this these eleven wins. Like they took down um, Tennessee. They, I mean, they beat down Tennessee. Um, they did, of course, beat the second tier uh, Steelers team. Um, they beat the Colts. They damn near beat the Ravens on Monday Night Football. Um, but all those teams are all playoff teams, so they do have some quality dubs in there. Um, so the this win did show me that the Browns are a capable playoff team that was finally ready to make that next step um, and more importantly just take advantage of the opportunity that they had so props to the Browns for finally making that step from since the early 2000s so uh the dawn of the wheel (laughs) (laughs) I remember when we made the playoffs and they were taking score on paper exactly (laughs) they didn't wear wear helmets back then (laughs) (laughs) Uh, moving on to the next game, the final game in this recap, we're going to move over to the NFC West. Uh, the Rams defeated the Cardinals 18-7 to in a real garbage fest. Uh, if you were a Cardinals fan watching this, if you were a fan of either one of these teams watching this game, uh, God help you, because this was, this was just hard to watch. What a weird way for the season to end for the Cardinals. Um, but, um... If you, let's just hypothetically say you were a Cardinals fan, um, after we're done praying for you, how would you feel moving forward about your team? <laughs> I mean, y'all know that team is like borderline god-awful kind of a team, but they have a potential, but they have a great quarterback, I feel like. They have a few, like, diamonds in the rough when it comes to, like, at least on the offensive side of this ball. Yeah. So it's kind of like they got, they do, but there's just too many things that kind of make this team too rough around the edges. I did root for them to beat the Rams, but as you can see, that didn't happen. Right. Was I too excited about any of these two teams? No. <laughs> but. Wait, I thought both of us picked the Rams to win this game, though. Oh, no. I, I knew they were going to win this game. That's but why you I were picked just them, hoping But I was hoping okay. for the sake and giggles of the Cardinals to win this game. I feel but. that. Um, I... Early this season, predicted the Cardinals would not make the playoffs. This was a miss their hot start that they got off to. I was still set that they would not make the playoffs. Um, but if I was a fan of this team, I would be heavily disappointed. Yes, I know this is only Kyler Murray's sophomore year in the league, and it's kind of high expectations. But um, they were in a great position to make the playoffs this year. Like There was really no excuse for them not to. Uh, like, yes, they're in a the most competitive division this year. Uh, but at one point, they were in a three-point tie, or a three-point, three-place, three-team tie with for uh, the first-place spot in the NFC West. Um, but then they go out and lose to the Seahawks on Thursday Night Football. Um, they somehow, I don't know how they managed this, but they lost to my Patriots. I mean, that's a shame on you. Um, then they get dumped on by the Rams, and then they rattle off two wins against NFC least teams, bravo. And then with their at that point in the season they have their playoff hopes on the line. And then they lose to the 49ers and then lose to the Rams to finish out the year. And it's like perfect setup to make the playoffs. I believe if they would have won either one of those last two games, they could have crept in, but somehow somewhere they they choked it off, but yeah. Uh shame shame. Yeah. I mean, in those those the last six game stretch of their season, um, their offense looked terrible. They couldn't do 
anything when they actually needed to, which is it's just like a complete polar opposite from the team that we saw the first half of the year. Um, but anytime they played good teams, their offense was just stagnant and strange to, to have that weird of a turnaround. Um, their defense couldn't get off the damn field when they needed to. Just a lot of them sitting out there for these really long drives. Um, and then why is that? Well, that's probably because they're the most penalized team in the NFL. Like, they were hard to watch at times because they just kept shooting themselves in the feet uh, and extremely undisciplined. Like, that was, to me, that was the biggest reason that they ended up missing out on the playoffs because they could not get out of their own way, couldn't get off the field, undisciplined. And uh, I told you all you won't make the playoffs, so, yep. yep. Here you are. It's like I was watching home. Look at you. <laughs> uh, yeah, but to me, like I said, t- the Browns, they did take advantage of their situation. The Cardinals, perfect example of not taking advantage of your situation at turn after turn after turn, not winning the games that you really should have. Uh, but anyway, Cardinals fan, uh, good luck. Uh, next segment, we're going to move right out of the uh, Week 17 recap. That is the last regular season recap we will do for a long time so sayonara yep now there will be more of these next week uh the l's of the week (laughs) (laughs) this is a point where you really do not want to see your team in this segment because it will be our last l when we kill you part day again that's the right spot If you do happen to see your team in this segment next week, you won't have to worry about it next week. That's it. It's only one time. Uh, (laughs) A team that is a regular in this segment, the Cowboys. Cowgirls. Yep. For the uh, 203rd time in a row, got ahead of themselves and couldn't win the game that they needed to. Uh, So props to the Giants for handling their business. Not that it mattered in the end for either one of these two uh, dumpster fires anyway, but... Uh, yeah, any thoughts on the Cowboys? Do you think that their star players will find a way to step up and perform? And you would think that, yeah, yes. But as you can see, there's just a master of catching L's. Yeah. Ezekiel, Elabeth, or Elizabeth. Some reason he can't perform where he needs to be. Uh, yeah. Um, he had a, a really, a really, uh, disappointing game. I'm trying to see if I can pull it up here. Uh,. Yeah, the fact that Andy Dalton rushed for more yards than your starting running back, your highest paid running back in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Zeke had 14 carries for 42 yards. 14 carries. Think about, <laughs> think about that. 14 carries for 42 yards. Oh, and Dal- man. And Andy Dalton had seven carries for 48 yards. Right. <laughs> and this is Andy Dalton. I didn't say Lamar Jackson. Da. Moving on, uh, good riddance, cowgirls. Yeehaw. Maybe next year. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the next game, Miami. They had to beat the Bills in order to get into the playoffs. We did both pick Miami to win this game, but I think it's safe to say that both of us were under the impression that Josh Allen would not be playing because it didn't matter to them anyway. Uh, for the, for some reason, they felt the need to uh, <laughs> spank him real quick. <laughs> exactly. For some reason, risk a star player for this game. That is, uh, <laughs> if that's not division rivalry at its finest, 
I don't know what is. Like, they literally just came out and were like, we're just going to ensure that you guys do not make the playoffs. Like, we will be the only AFC East team that makes the playoffs. So, y'all can, maybe next year, but. <laughs> I, what I'm upset about, as much as I dog out not liking Madden being at East Pit, but, like, I feel like hurt a little bit for Miami fans because they, they were feeling themselves all season long. They were. They had an amazing season yeah. with Tua, and they had their opportunity to make the playoff for the first time in, like, ages. A long time, yeah. Just for this team to go out there and ball out <laughs> unnecessarily. For no reason it, it was Yeah, it wasn't like it was a close game. Like I mean, they got slapped. They had 56 hung on their dome on a playoff uh, implicated game, like, Granted, Jesus. if they did have that hung on them this game, would they have in playoffs? But it's just the fact of just making playoffs. Right, just for the, yeah. for the sake of it. Just for the sake of it, but then getting clapped up. Getting yeah. that much hung on you. like, man, you got to do all that to them. Yeah, uh, Dolphins, it was really funny because, I mean, not just their fans. I think all of us were under the assumption that they were going to make the playoffs. But, uh, damn. Yeah, it's tough out there. Ain't no sympathy in 2021. There is not at all. And uh, just a reminder, you still ain't made it yet. Uh, moving right along, <laughs> the Bengals figured that week 17 is meaningless to them anyway, so didn't bother trying, and they lost 38 to 3. That's a, that's the, 12, the 12 games they lost this season. <laughs> they figured, why bother for most of the season? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I start now. Um, yeah, I really don't have much to say about <laughs> this game. The fact that they still play, I don't know. I guess Baltimore had things to play Yeah, for, they had but, uh, reason to. But it's Bolts. It's Bengals. Yeah. Uh, that was a, a absolute bludgeoning by one team. Uh, the Ravens rushed for 400 yards in this game. Um, and that was with Lamar Jackson coming out, I think, either the second half or... Uh, just the fourth quarter, but if he would have played the rest of that game, they would have went up for 500. Like, he was just unbelievable all over them. I mean, the whole team had no problem running the damn ball, but uh, despite the 120 yards worth of passing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the Bengals they really they blew their load for the Steelers game. Like. <laughs> Yes. That yes. was it. That was all they had. That's the last season. They stored it all up for that one game. Just for that one stroke and just out. <laughs> they let it fly, and then after that, they've been asleep since then. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. You gotta make sure you even out distributely along the season. You can't bust all of it on one time. <laughs> you got a plan, my guy. <laughs> Look plan. ahead. Exactly. Don't come in there just swinging. <laughs> Not ready for the rest of it. Guns blazing. Now, all of a sudden, the bottom comes in, throw it back, and you don't. <laughs> they got all excited because Pittsburgh gave it to them easy. They like it made a difference in this season. Yeah, and then there they went. So, congrats. Y'all got your 15 seconds of fame, and now here you are. Anyway, <laughs> some horrible L's in there this week. Um, last, but certainly not least, our good friend, Nori, <laughs> was on spot, on, sorry, on point with his preseason prediction. Nori predicted his Panthers would have five wins all year, and he hit it 
nail on the head. They went five and eleven, uh, and the Saints helped make that happen by beating them thirty-three to seven on live TV. Uh, <laughs> when he originally told me this prediction, I thought it was pretty far-fetched, but uh, apparently it's not. It's so amazing that Bridgewater, not talk for trash, but Bridgewater still go career. Mm. Yeah, he uh, old uh, two-glove Teddy. <laughs> Did not have a memorable game. I'm sure he would like to put this one behind him. Two picks, no touchdowns, uh, 176 passing yards. Sorry, Teddy. Probably put in their back up in there. Probably like they, yeah, that looks threw, like somebody did. That threw three picks. <laughs> 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 what an awful game. <laughs> That's your last memory, huh? Exactly. A total of five picks. You're all right. John Doe down there threw the game away. Sorry, right. PJ Walker. <laughs> <That's cool>. uh, <laughs> terrible. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it for the L's of the week this week. Um, folks, if your team did not make it to this point, don't expect us to talk about them <laughs> come these next few weeks. Exactly. They, they weren't memorable now. Trust me, they won't be memorable Absolutely. Week Absolutely. If they made it this far. Right. Um, if your team did make it to this point, congrats to you. That's a big props. Hopefully not on one and done type of people. Right. 30 seconds of fame. I say that and I <laughs> <laughs> say all this trash. I'm going to lose to the Browns next week. I'm going to cry on live, on live stream. <laughs> like literal tears. Every week from here on out, I'm going to give a quick five-second applause <laughs> for the people that are still left. And after that, if you ain't in it, you ain't in it. <laughs> And again, my team ain't in here. So you can take it as hypocritical or sacrilegious, whatever. But I have no dog in this fight, except the Seattle Seahawks. In my honest opinion, I don't give a damn about your team unless you play in us this weekend. I don't care about what you're doing. The only team I fear the most out of all the teams is Kansas City because they come out here and play no games with people. They are all, I, I have nice sweats about playing them. <laughs> you and the other uh, 15 teams in the... <laughs> I already don't. <laughs> I already come to acceptance that whenever we have to play them, that's just a fact. Yeah. <laughs> We're just here for to get as much squeeze and as much W's in until we get to Kansas City. And it's just like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it for the L's of the week this week. Before we get to our halftime break... I do want to mention this week's sponsor for the second week in a row, maybe three, not sure. But this week's sponsor is uh, Pure Leaf Creations. Again, back at it. Uh, This is where you find all of the best, highest quality, most drip, coldest, meanest, nicest handmade jewelry on the planet. Uh, If you want to look on Instagram, it's at Pure Leaf Creations. It's on the screen right now. Excuse me. If you're listening to the show, that is P-U-R-E-L-I-E-F-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S, Pure Leaf Creations. I'm going to put this up on the screen so you guys can see what the stuff looks like. Uh, looking for bracelets, earrings, necklaces, uh, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, <laughs> some rings, 
uh, different kind of pendants, wire wrap stuff, uh, fat stones. You know, you want to have some drip on your neck, your ears, wherever you might want the drip. Around your waists, even. Waist beads. She shall arrange it. Exactly. You can get some of the pre-made inventory. You can get something custom-made. Um, I have a couple different bracelets. Uh, this is a, a small, independently-owned business by my very own girlfriend. And uh, the camera never does it justice because, uh, I mean, we're sitting in the dark here, so... Yep. bear with us uh but anyway as you can see i have one on myself i know Shaq has one somewhere um people go to the instagram order something send a message if you're seriously inquiring of course folks would you go to the gucci store and tell them hey Actually, never mind, because I'm sure people do that. So yeah. never mind. <laughs> I was about to do the same thing. I was like, what are you going to the Tesla store? About? But then again, I've been in a Tesla store, doing damn well, and a bit of my soul can afford one. But, yep. But, thankfully, you might be <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. Free Stimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, check her out on Instagram. Uh, everything's very affordable. You can get something for uh, a small amount of money, like $10, all the way up to you can run it up. You can really run it up to however much you want. It just depends on what you're looking for, folks. Um, but, yeah, that's going to do it for the first half of the show. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we'll have our special guest on for our uh, Wild Card Weekend predictions. We'll be back. And we are back. We're done with the ad read. But we're back on the second half of this show. Um, yeah, hope you all enjoyed that extended break. We were just getting some uh, behind-the-scenes stuff figured out here. Uh, we want to remind the folks that are watching, if you don't want to see us anymore, but you still want to enjoy this uh, award-winning production, we do have an audio version of this podcast it's available on every single platform um except apple podcast uh but in due time right everywhere else though just search after further review and you can find us um or if you just want to go down to the link in the description below it'll bring you to our anchor page that's where the show is hosted and that's where you can select pretty much any platform you want to listen to us on from there uh, so if you want to just listen to the show maybe save some batteries you don't have, to have youtube open that's the best option for you, my friends. Um, also wanted to mention, you should follow us on Instagram. It is at AFR Sports. Just stands right after further review. Simple there. Um, we had a poll yesterday. Uh, the question was posed of, do you think Steph Curry can lead the uh, Warriors to the playoffs? 100% of you voted no. So, uh. It was a nail biter, but it seems like the people have spoken, and none of them believe that uh, Steph Curry can carry the dubs. Nope. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, that is one more reason to follow us on AFR Sports. Let your voice be heard, folks. Every vote counts. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, <laughs> and then last but not least, or sort of last but not least, um, 
Heisman winner was announced. We don't really do college sports on this show. Um, but Devontae Smith was the first receiver to win the Heisman since uh, Desmond Howard in 1991. So big props to him winning uh, Heisman. First receiver in a long, long time. Uh, good on him. Um, in other news, Shaq and I, we went to an NBA game. Shaq and I are part of a rarefied group right now. There's not many people. I think we can honestly say not many people have been to an NBA game so far this yeah. season since basketball's been back. Yes. Um, but, yeah, the uh, Raptors have made their temporary home here in Tampa, and uh, for better or for worse. And, uh, yeah, we went to go see them play the other night at good old Emily Arena. And, uh, of course, my Celtics blew out the Raptors, neither here nor there. But, uh cool experience getting to go to a damn near empty arena uh, and not have to deal with a you know Crowd massive yeah did you like it more without the crap the packed house or i liked it more i feel like you still get that game environment of being there watching a game but not the, yeah uh, you're in some of your slap basically trying to watch it right environment Agreed 100%. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Having to wear a mask the entire game is not too fun, but um, it would have, uh, the way they kind of had the seating arranged, I feel like if they would have spread it out a bit more. It seems really spread out, but we were sitting right next to another party, so if they would have not done that, you probably could have taken off your mask, but anyway, it's, it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so Cool to go to a game. Um, we hope to attend a few more while the Raptors are still here in the cesspool known as Tampa Bay. Uh, also pronou- pronounced as Tampa Bay if you're a Buccaneer fan now. Tampa Bay. Stupid. Home with a future Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, speaking of Super Bowl, we are going to now bring in our special guest for the week, our, our very first guest on this god-awful show. Uh, this is a longtime, very, very good friend of ours. Uh, part of the Brown Gang, if you will, uh, we're gonna go ahead and welcome Morgan Brown, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> What's up? What's up? Morgan, how is it going, my guy? Oh, I'm good. I'm just relaxing, enjoying life. Yes, he is. There he goes, feeble. For a split second there, they could not. Uh, could not see you i just want to make sure that the fine folks at home can also uh hear you here just making a quick check um but anyway morgan is a uh washington football team fan um he's also (laughs) do you have an nba team uh i like the washington wizards but they're not doing so well right that's understandable it is it is truly understandable But if I had to choose another team, it would probably be the Nets because of KD. Okay. That, that you are a KD fan. I'll give you that. So if you're going to be a Nets fan, that is – that's okay. Uh, anyway, so you're on the show for the first time. You're our very first guest. So first off, props to you for being on the show. That is that is huge. You were the inaugural guest. Um, at the same time, at the beginning of this season – I believe you had proclaimed that the Arizona Cardinals were going to make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at the schedule this weekend, and strangely, I don't see them on this 
casual. <laughs> well, the thing is, they got okay. Kyle Murray got messed up his ankle or leg, whatever. Uh, so that's why they didn't go. <laughs> and you know, things happen. Um. Play good teams, you lose. Okay, you know. I'm okay with it because they're not my team, so I don't give a damn. But uh, I just thought it was funny. Uh, <laughs> at the also at the top of this show, um, so folks, what you heard at the top of the show was a little bit of a uh, ongoing debate between our our very own Shaq and uh, Morgan. Here have been basically since Washington and Pittsburgh played, or a week before they played, they've had this back and forth. And uh, it seems like the air needs to be cleared as far as uh, where they stand and uh, what they think of each other's team. Uh, you guys don't have to pick. You don't have to predict this weekend right now. We'll get into that in a second. But would you like to preface anything on where you stand? Yeah, currently? I, I, I currently do. Okay, Morgan. Um, yes, yeah, so we beat the Steelers. The Washington football team beat the Steelers. All right. And I was very surprised. Um, and you know what? Ben did a great job, but Washington football team's defense is just amazing right now. It's just totally amazing. As in Chase Young, uh, Montez Sweat, Curl. Great. Just great. <laughs> Especially for, Chris, for uh, Chase Young. Chase Young is a rookie, and he's going to the Pro Bowl. That is just big. And he's a team captain. So Chase Young, a great player. Yeah. So, obviously, you love your own team. What do you think about the Pittsburgh Steelers? I like that they have a black coach. I like okay. Ben Roethlisberger. I give mad respect to Ben Roethlisberger. He's a great, great quarterback. Um, and... I think that's really it. That's all I like about the Steelers. Do you have any problems with the Steelers? Not at all. I just think that some people are ignorant. (laughs) Thinking that the Washington football team doesn't deserve to be in the playoffs. You might be true there, but we made it. So... (laughs) And we're about to face a really good team. So Uh, we'll see how that goes. Well said. Shaq, what would you like to say? Um, my argument to that about we beat the Steelers is y'all also did lose to the Giants twice. <laughs> twice. That's us take folks, for all of our listeners out there. The New York Giants <laughs> football team, they lost to them twice. Um, if they were in any other division, unfortunately, that didn't involve the teams that they did, mm-hmm. they would have been buried at the bottom, unfortunately, of this thing, but of course, they're in a bad division, and they're the best of the bad. So, therefore, they shut eyes. No hate against them. I definitely think they're a team that needs a rebuild season and time, work a couple things around, but here they are. You, you think they need a full rebuild? Not or a full just, rebuild, okay. but there's still a lot of things I feel like that could be redone. And, of course, unfortunately, they caught the Steelers in a slum time where... I feel like, of course, they had won, lost a few games by the time they got to them. We're upset. A lot of beef going on. We, we can't act right because yep. it's the Steelers. We just can't act right altogether. Is my team perfect? Apart from that. 
receivers have feet for hands. <laughs> they expect Roethlisberger to like feed them and teleport teleport the ball to them. Right. You got to realize this man is old. He has two, maybe one more season left. Receivers do need to step up. Or defense somehow forgot that they were like one of the best defense in the league. You know, in those games. So it's kind of like we had a lot of flaws going into these games. Right. But like, congrats to y'all for making playoffs. I ain't going to try to take away the hype for y'all making playoffs. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, due to circumstances, that is why y'all made the playoffs. Um, I completely agree with you, but you guys lost. We beat you guys when you guys were 11 and 0. And then you lost, I think, four straight games after that? Uh, Maybe three? No, we lost two more games. I'm pretty sure we won one and then we lost another one. Yeah. Because we lost three games, we lost one, and then we, I mean, we won one and we lost another Uh one. But can we not remember what our record is still at the end of the season? <laughs> I mean, hey, you still have a very good record. Exactly. It's still a, <laughs> it's still like a record any team would wish to have come towards the end of the season. Right. Only four losses at the end of the season. 12-4. and four. Which team would have won a 12-4 record at the end of the season? Also, I, I will take I it. <laughs> I also understand that we do, the Washington football team do needs to rebuild as in quarterback we don't have a franchise quarterback right. alex smith eh, he can't move um Literally. and then we have heineke that he's he's second string he's not a first he's not a starting quarterback he's second string so absolutely yeah. which granted i feel like we're on the same page roethlisberger well he tries to be mobile but probably shouldn't be as mobile as he wants to be and then a second day is rudolph you we all saw last week well Rudolph's potential and work is as a quarterback going out there. Mm-hmm. The man is not ready to take over right. a team right. come next season or the season after that. So unfortunately, we are also I feel like should be on the hunt for a quarterback. So that's not necessarily that's where we are in the same boat. But of course, our teams. Morgan, let me uh, float out this little this little rumor that I've started hearing about in the past twenty four hours here. Ron Rivera used to be coach of the uh, Panthers. Uh, Cam Newton just got fired. Uh, looking for a new home. Rumor oh. has it. Possibility no, no. come to Washington. Oh boy. Oh, I don't want him. <laughs> I only Shame. wanted um. Well, the Washington football team. We don't need rookies right now. Um. I think we need a veteran quarterback that is mobile. Maybe Cam, maybe. But I'd rather have, like, I was looking at Matt Ryan, Drew Brees. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But any of those cards, I don't think that Washington football team right now doesn't need a black quarterback. That's, That's all I'm saying. Matt, Matty Ice, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably you guys could. Cam Newton will be an upgrade of what y'all got right now. I'm just going to say that right now. If anything, y'all better pray y'all get Cam Newton. Right? <laughs> I don't want Cam. That's the thing. I but you just want said him. you wanted. Cam Newton, honestly, would probably be good for y'all in. Veteran mobile. Veteran mobile quarterback. 
Well, if he's going to fumble on the one-yard line, I mean. Hey. Uh, you're bringing a very situational. <laughs> I don't I want him on my team. Okay. I'm sure Jalen doesn't want him on his team. <laughs> I personally would have gladly kept him around for another year. But uh, I don't make the decisions. Me so. personally, I would enjoy Cam Newton for at least one season and see what he does. I feel like Cam Newton's play style kind of can roll with or kind of offense, especially since now that we don't have a run game necessarily, yeah. that we can have a mobile quarterback who can take the ball and move. I would mm-hmm. enjoy Cam Newton. That's all my words as a quarterback. We'll but, see. Right, neither one of us are Washington fans. The Washington fan is saying, um, stay the hell away from my team. Anyway, now we're actually going to get into the uh, predictions for the playoffs. So this is the NFL is calling the Super Wild Card Weekend because of the two added teams. Uh, we've got games on both Saturday and Sunday. Uh, but to start off the weekend at 1 o'clock on Saturday, uh, we've got the Colts at the uh, Bills. The Colts are six-point underdogs on the road. Uh, this game will be on CBS. Um, does anybody have any hot takes they want to jump out to first on this game? Because if not, I will definitely go first. I feel like, unfortunately, this might be one of the least entertaining <laughs> of games when it comes time for <laughs> prediction-wise, unfortunately, for wildcard games. Uh, I feel like we're all going to have the same pick on who's going <laughs> to Probably. Um, I got to say, out of all these games, pretty much all of them look entertaining to me, which is a first. Like, usually there's always, like, a game or two where I'm like, yeah, it's probably pretty decided already. But this time around, there's, like, I feel like anybody could be got. <laughs> out of all of these games. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll give my bit on this real quick. Um, outside of the Packers and the Titans, the uh, Colts have not beaten any playoff caliber teams this year. Like, they uh, – Colts have been very just up and down and consistent. They'll play one half really well and play ex- extremely terribly the other half. Um, and then on top of all of that, just playoff specifically, uh, Philip Rivers in the postseason is five and six. Not not very good if you got a losing record in the playoffs. Um, he's going to throw at least one pick. You know it'll happen. He's thrown ten in the playoffs. Out of those eleven games, he's thrown ten. So you know he's going to throw one in this game. Uh, Bills have a great defense. They have a great offense. Um, and their offense is already extremely good. You cannot give up free points on top of that. So uh, with all that being said, I'm, of course, going to pick the Bills to uh, win this game. And um, the six points, I think they'll cover it, put money on the Bills to cover those six points. i say they're going to row, row, row their boat right on through <laughs> Rivers here. And that will be the, my prediction. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I definitely agree with Shaq. Yeah, it's really, it's a team that just somehow the stars align for them to end up here in playoffs. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not taking credit from them. They are a good team, but right. like, I feel like also a team whose schedule appealed to them to right. make it here. And the 14 Buffalo is a mean team to go up against right now. Uh, yeah. So. Would, you, uh, would you put money on them? To win by six. Yes. Okay. Yes. Morgan? I have nothing to say about that team. All right. <laughs> I completely agree with Shaq. Completely. There you go, folks. 
right, next game of the weekend, we have the Rams at uh, the Seattle Seahawks on also on Saturday. This is at 4:40 on Fox. Uh, the Rams are three and a half point underdogs on the road. Um, me being the resident Seahawk fan that I am, I am of course going to take my Seattle Seahawks. Um, if Wol- I think it's pronounced Wolford. I, I'm not sure. Whoever that embarrassment was that was out there last week. Um, if he's starting again, this will be a very convincing win for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, but the Rams have not said yet if Jared Goff, if his thumb is healed up enough for him to play. Um, so that's why I'm saying if he, if he's not he's still on the bench, this will be easy for the Seahawks. Um, but if he does come back out there, I think this will be a close game. Regardless, I'm picking the Seahawks to win. Um, so if you're going to bet on this game, I'd recommend you wait until like Sunday morning when it's like official on who's starting at quarterback for the Rams. Because um, if Wolford is out there, then I would bet on the Seahawks to cover. If not, I think it will be like a three-point game. So I would pick the bet on the Rams to uh, take the three and a half points. But regardless, Seahawks win this game. Seahawks mean offense when it comes time for like I said that magic duo I've been rooting on that duo all season long uh, (laughs) those two goons uh, DK and Wilson so I'll take it it's going to be another game where it's going to be I feel like it's going to be another of these minimal six point so do you uh, would you put your money on the Rams to come within three and a half points I I would say the Seattle I mean, yeah, Seattle for more than three points, like six points. Okay, difference. got you. So, yeah. all right. Seattle will cover, according yeah. to Shaq. Morgan. I think that Seattle is going to pull through because um, if golf is hurt with a broken thumb, I don't think they're going to win. Um, cause, and I think the Seahawks deserve this. They deserve the yes, they move do. on and try and get a Super Bowl. Amen. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, here we go. Big game, big game, big game. This is the Saturday night on NBC. Tampa Bay travels to Washington. Tampa Bay is eight-point favorites on the road. Uh, Morgan, we will let you go first since you are the resident Washington fan. Okay, so (laughs) Washington football team's defense is fourth highest team to score. Not the fourth highest team score, but to get scored on, and second hardest to move the ball against. And I you think that's fourth, big. When huh? you say fourth highest, you mean is it a good way or in a bad way? Which side? Great big, great way, great, great. Oh, they keep the games um, low, low scoring. Like stats wise. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then their third down percentage is sixth in the league, and then red zone percentage is fourth. And then. My man Morgan brought up the stats. I got notes. (laughs) (laughs) And then for pass defense, uh, their rating is third in the league. And then for uh, yards per game is second. And then for yards gained per pass attempt is third. And 36 completions of 20-plus yards is first. Uh, For the defense... I believe they will shut down Tom Brady, but then again, Tom Brady always pulls something out of his hat, and he's yeah, he a, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So it's going to be a test for Washington to um, trying to exploit 
Tom Brady's passing, but also um, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers have a great running back. So it's going to be hard for them to stop that run. Um, for pass rush, uh, the Washington football team has 47 sacks, and they're sixth in the league, yeah, and 97 are. quarterback hits, and they're 12th in the league. So that comes in with Chase Young and Montez Sweat, which will be a great help to this Washington defense. And uh, with Chase Young, he has 44 tackles, 7.5 sacks, and four forced fumbles, and three fumble recoveries. And he's a great player, rookie, captain, and he's going to get rookie of the year, in my opinion. And I think that... I think we're going to put up a fight, but I think that we're still going to lose because Tom Brady is Tom Brady. <laughs> That's how I just, want, I just want I just want the Washington football team to compete. That's all I want. Compete. Oh what now, do, you, uh, do you think they'll come now, within the eight points? Probably not. Yikes. <laughs> And it's at Washington, but there's no crowd, so it's just a regular game, practice game. <laughs> if there was crowd, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but um, in my opinion, I think that Washington is going to fall short. I hate to say it, but it's Tom Brady. Check. <laughs> um, yeah, I think even if like Mike Evans doesn't play, unfortunately, I still think Tom Brady got to cut y'all up real mean mm. and it's, <laughs> it's, I feel like it's not going to be competitive Jesus I, I feel like with the postseason experience that Tom Brady brings no matter what team he's on he's bringing that like to the plate like he knows what it's about he, he I could see him and Tony right now in the living room spinning up game plans <laughs> letting people know hey this is our game to win mm. we're going out there you want to you want to make this historic Super Bowl appearance in Tampa and unfortunately, y'all just the first person to get the L to them. Unfortunately, it's nothing personal against Washington. I feel like no matter, unfortunately, I feel like no matter what team almost they played this first mm-hmm. week, they're fully prepping and preparing to prove something. Especially since they've been getting doubted on and off throughout the season on how good they could possibly be. This is their time to shine. They have to put everything on the plate every single week, and I don't think Washington has everything ready for that and doesn't have the experience for that playoff. Game. Especially when Washington football team doesn't have a quarterback. Yeah, that is very true. Um, yeah, I I really wanted to come on here and pick Washington to upset, and I was fully prepared to. By the way, I I was going to do that when I saw that they were, when I saw Doug Peterson throw their game in the toilet and Washington was going to win by default. <laughs> I was like, you know what, they could go to Tampa or Tampa could come to them. And pull off this upset because Washington's defense, that front line of Chase Young, mm-hmm. Sweat, like they are going to come after Tom Brady, who's not a mobile guy and can't really get out the way like that. Um, what changed my mind was immediately following that game, Chase Young decided to run his mouth and call out Tom Brady. <laughs> right then and there, I already knew they're losing that game. <laughs> You that was the. Yes, I uh, definitely just, heard about that. And, uh, 
The Steelers did that against a team calling yeah. them out. Like, not even calling them out, bypassing them. Calling them team right. Mixed. Mixed after that team like, didn't exist. And <laughs> yeah. then... Now, does uh, he just want to back Tom Brady, or he wants to, like, win? He, he was like, I want Tom. I want Tom Brady. Give it to me. Like, Yeah, he probably just wants to sack him or something. Right. But we have seen in the history of specifically Tom Brady calling him out does not usually go well for the person who is on the other side of that. Um, Because, I mean, that's just... The last thing you want to do is give motivation to somebody that does not need any more motivation to begin with. Somebody already has something to prove, quote-unquote. And can actually back it up. Yeah. But he Um, can back it up, though. I mean, yeah, both of them can. Don't get me wrong. And I'm sure Chase Young will have his moments. But, you know, unfortunately, the rest of his team... (laughs) It's yeah, still out unfortunately. there. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah, so on top of that, the Washington offense, because of the fact that uh, they've, it seems like Washington's already decided that they're somehow, some way going to botch the quarterback situation this week between rotating quarterbacks. I don't know how they're going to do that, but when does that ever work? Never. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, I, I wish they would just make up their mind and be like, we're going to go with so-and-so and, we're, you know, we're going to ride or die with him. Um, yeah, so because of the fact that Washington's offense stacks up against Tampa's defense, that's not really a good matchup for them because either way, especially if it is Alex Smith, he can't really get out of the way. And Tampa's front line, too, they are ridiculous. Like They're going to come after him and – annihilate him. He's going to probably be on Ron, suicide watch. That's why Ron has to make a decision for Heineke. Heineke needs, needs to start. He can move. Yeah, <laughs> Alex he, can't move. <laughs> you're going to need to be able to get the hell out of the way in, in this one. Um, but yeah, um, I, I do think that Washington, I'm going to take Washington as far as betting wise, take the eight points because I do think this will be within like a touchdown or so. Um, I think Washington will slow down Tampa's offense and keep it a low scoring game kind of an ugly game and I do think that they're going to make Tom Brady uncomfortable like he's going to get knocked down a bunch sacked a few times um, maybe tricked into a turnover um, probably not more than one um, but in the end Tampa's just a better team and they will figure out a way to to overcome that one but if you are going to put some money down I would say take those eight points I just want them to compete. That's all. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, this situation, it's probably all you can ask for. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, moving along to Sunday, we have the Baltimore Ravens at the Tennessee Titans. This is at 1 o'clock on ABC or ESPN. Uh, the Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Would anybody like to take this one First, uh, I guess I was um, taking one first. I am actually gonna choose the Tennessee Titans to take this game. Fair I enough. I definitely see them. Their run game is an, out of this world. It's a little bit more competitive than Baltimore's run game this season. I necessarily feel like, and I feel like once again, if a team can absolutely oh. shut down this run game of Baltimore, mm-hmm. that is very much their game to win. Right. Test Lamar's arm. Make. Sh- Make that man have to make decisions and throw the ball. Keep him in the pocket. If don't make that man spread out, <laughs> I, I will pick. I will pick Tennessee. I think it'd be in a close game, like three, four, like three something points or something like that. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I guess I'll, I'll go next on this one. Um, Tennessee has gotten the best of the Ravens the last two times they played. They played earlier this year. Tennessee beat them. Um, and then the, besides that, they did play each other in the playoffs last year. Tennessee went to Baltimore when Baltimore was on that ridiculous run and looked like the best team in football. And Tennessee beat them on their home field and shocked the world. Um, so clearly, the Titans just have the Ravens' numbers somehow, some way. Um, and because of that, I'm going to go with the Titans. <laughs> I can't lie. And usually, I would not pick a team to beat their opponent three times in a row, which is what this will be. But the Titans just seem to have the Ravens figured out. Um, Derrick Henry, best running back in the NFL right now. The entire Tennessee offense seems to just play at an elevated level come the playoffs. Like They just all step up. Um, Ryan Tannehill takes good care of the football. Whether you think he's a good quarterback or not, he does not get tricked into a bunch of turnovers. Um, on the whole season, he only has seven interceptions. Um, yeah, he's not going to give the Ravens any free points, uh, which I think they're going to need in order to beat a team like this. Um, so... I, like Shaq, agree. Keep the three and a half points. Not going to matter. I think Tennessee wins this outright in an upset at home where I think they have fans. So there we go. Um, so I think that the Titans will definitely beat the Ravens oh, because Henry's sweet. a beast. Henry's a beast. He's, what, 2,000 rushing yards? Sure. <laughs> or maybe sure. above that? I don't know. I, I feel like it's right in that ballpark of 2,000. Exactly. Like 2000, so, like, so. it's going to be so hard to stop him. And um, Lamar, I think that if they contain him in the pocket, I think that the Titans will win. Because if he runs out the pocket, you know, he could do anything. Yes. So, I think that the Titans will win. It will be a close game. And... Yeah, you are. Derrick Henry has 2,027 uh, rushing yards this year. Crazy. Right. Right. Anybody who scrapes anywhere near that he, 2,000 rushing yards. He's just a beast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so all all three of us are picking the, uh, the Titans on this one. So, Titans, please don't disappoint us because we'll all look pretty stupid. Um, <laughs> moving on to the next game, we have the Shig- Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the Bears are playing. Uh, against the New Orleans Saints. These Saints are 10.5-point favorites. Jesus. Uh, this is at 440 on Sunday. You can catch this game on CBS, Amazon, or Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Wow. The loser <laughs> gets slimed. I don't know why this game is on Nick. Yeah. The they will really be playing the Rugrats here. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'll, I guess I'll go first here. I I think this game is going to be a bit more compelling than people think. Is it a lot more compelling than people think? No. But I do think it's going to be interesting simply for the fact that I don't think Kamara is going to play. Um, he did get COVID, or we found out that he got COVID last Friday. Um, so technically, he should be cleared to play on Sunday. Um, but even if he's cleared to play on Sunday... Um, we don't know like how he feels, depending on how he was affected by it. Take it from a Patriots fan. Um, he could come out and be like, just 
not feel good at all and be like, I don't, I'm not ready to play yet. And also, he hasn't been around the team since then, so no practice, none of that. Um, so I don't know. I don't think he's going to play with all that being said, which is why I think the Bears will have a chance. I'm not going to pick them to win this game, um, but I do think they will come within that 10.5 points. 10.5 points is, is a lot for a playoff game. So I think the uh, the Bears will uh, come maybe within a touchdown or, or maybe within 10, a field goal and touchdown. Um, but I think this will be a bit closer than people think. So I'm going to say uh, take the 10.5 points, put a little bit of money, maybe like a dime on the Bears and uh, <laughs> for those 10.5 points. But the Saints win the game anyway. Yeah, I'll definitely pick the Bears to lose this one. I'd say it's going to be 10 points. Actually, okay. the 10-point difference. I don't see the Bears. Like, I can see being in 10 game to watch kind of, sort of, but at the same time, it's kind of like, no. Yeah. And this is in New Orleans, too. It would be different if it was in Chicago, but actually it wouldn't be that much different. But, nope. <laughs> Morgan, who you got of this one? Saints. I think the Saints are gonna win. Chicago, come on! <laughs> Chicago, come on! It's the Saints. They've been multiple times to the playoffs, even to the Super Bowl. So, like, it, this is. Um, I think it's gonna be an easy win for the Saints. Yeah, yeah, that'll uh, that'll do it, folks. Chirac, bear down. Now. Sunday night, the final game of the weekend. We have, of course, the Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers at 8.20 p.m. on NBC. The Browns are six-point underdogs coming into Pittsburgh. Uh, Shaq, you being the resident Steeler fan here, what you got? I'd say we will win, but the Steelers being the typical Steelers that we are, it will be a very close game all the way up until the fourth quarter, and then I see a be a little separation between the teams. Oof. We're going to make a handful of mistakes that will make this game awfully close. A couple of drop passes. <laughs> I see maybe an interception along the way. I can definitely see Baker trying to air this ball out a couple times and a defense slipping up maybe once or twice with some deep throws. So that's what's going to keep this game very competitive for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. Granted, the Browns are very good this year, but we like to taper off our skill set to whatever team we're playing so we'd like to match y'all so i see it being a three point i see it being a three point game i see mm-hmm. um would that be so you're saying put a little bit of money on the browns to come within that yeah the browns yeah. coming within three points of the steals but the steals pulling off the victory morgan who you got on this one i think the browns are gonna win this game oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were determined to win the last game they played, which was against the Steelers, I know Ben Roethlisberger didn't play, but it was still a close game. Um, so I think Mayfield's going to ball out and keep on rolling. For the wager on that. Okay. <laughs> <Yo>, uh... <laughs> oh, no, I'm not I, I'm not a fan of the Browns, but I want them to beat the Steelers. Do I hear a bad incoming here? Hmm. Um, <laughs> I guess it it's just away. Mayfield. Mayfield, he's a running quarterback. He can run, he can throw, he can do everything. So I think that the Steelers will have a difficult time trying to contain him. Um, they also have 
Landry. Landry's a great wide receiver. Um, and the run game's pretty good. So it's, it's going to be a tough game. And it's playoff. So anything can happen. Yeah, this man. I him. <laughs> trying to beat him. Don't, don't get mad when your team loses. Oh, unfortunately, I'm a man of very woke reality. That that's I know that's very much a possibility that we could very much go out there and lose to the Browns and become a, go all this way, win twelve games, just to lose first round to the Browns, who hasn't made the playoff appearance in it since we were probably still shitting in our pants. So. <laughs> 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 exactly so that is very much a reality for all of us unfortunately yeah <laughs> um i guess i'll go ahead and break the uh the tie here um so all these games are big all weekend but this is probably the one i'm looking forward to the most because of the drama around this um i would like to say i don't know if you guys are aware of this or not but half as of like yesterday half of the browns coaching staff came down with covid um, as long as well as a few of their players too, um, but uh, up until yesterday, I was really feeling the upset. I was agreeing with Morgan, and I was like, uh, "From what I've seen of the Steelers, they can't run the ball to save their lives. The Browns very much can, you know. Baker Mayfield feeling himself. I was feeling the upset, but then I found out that a bunch of them got COVID, including their head coach. Uh, Stefanski came oh. in with COVID, and he's also their offensive coordinator. In my opinion, I think he is the biggest reason they were this good this year. He's He's been brilliant this whole year. So without him, it's so close. <laughs> can he be in the booth? This man will have no. This man will be on Zoom from home. Working <laughs> he can't be in the booth? Are you sure? Yeah, he can't, he can't be around the team at all. So yeah, have this little iPad with his face on it. That's <laughs> <laughs> the one like the little tripod with exactly. the wheels on and it. He'd be, uh, be wheeling around yelling up players in his face. Play with Mike. Open. You trash Yeah, I don't remember who's, who's filling in for him, but again, I think he's the, the mastermind behind most of their success, to me at least. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I do think this will be close, like Shaq said, for most of the game um, because the Steelers' offense, for whatever reason, just cannot get their own head out of their own ass and until, like, the third, fourth quarter comes around and then they'll make the plays they need to. Um, but I think this is going to be Big Ben coming off of two weeks of rest. Um, we haven't seen him in a playoff game since 2017. I think he's going to come out here with a lot to prove and be like, remember me? Like... I'm still here, and this is my first time back in the postseason in a while. I think he's going to ball out, really take command of this game, come the second half, and remind us of that postseason Big Ben that we all remember back in the day. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be the start of of uh, Ben Roethlisberger leading the Steelers uh, to a fairly deep postseason run, and they're going to start off by uh, beating the Browns first. Um, I'm going to say put your money on the Steelers to cover the six points. I think they'll win this probably by about a touchdown. So, um, yeah, I'm taking the Steelers, also picking them to cover. Anything else you guys want to mention before we wrap up this segment of the show and uh, say goodbye to Morgan? Just want the Washington football team to compete. If we win, we win. That's all. That's all I want. 
That's all I, I want. I've noticed it multiple times. But this is going to be probably our biggest game yet. It absolutely is. <laughs> and all I want is for our team to stop playing around. We seem to live on three quarters of football behind of what actually is going on. And yep. finally remember at fourth quarter, hey, we're a football <laughs> game. We should probably make sure we don't lose this game. And then all of a sudden decide to play while their fans are sitting there sweating on the edge of the couch. <laughs> they do play like this. Yes, they up. play up three quarters of football, completely forget they're in a football game in the fourth quarter for some reason, <laughs> decide they want to play and win by three points. It's like, y'all stupid. I hate y'all for that play, for doing that. Why can't we do that all game long? Why that reminds me of um, the yeah. Washington football team doing that too. Like, yeah, they yeah. do incomplete Yo. passes, two and a half rushing yards for the first three quarters. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we do that whole thing where we just inch your way downfield the whole way and score. Mm-hmm. It's like, why didn't we do that? <laughs> the whole entire game. Why, why is it just now we doing that? That is a good question. We finally throw it to Claypool because we somehow remember that Claypool's uh, a yeah, monster like, oh, rookie this season. <laughs> He's been in one on one this entire game. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> throw it to the Lenskin, brother, please. Uh, yeah, I think that will do it for this segment. Morgan, thank you a ton for being on the show. Uh, we would love to have you back, hopefully, within while the season is still on. Like, at a further point in the playoffs to uh, maybe your team will still be in it. Who knows? Anything Who knows? Correct. <laughs> All right, my man. We will talk to you soon. All right. All right, we're going to go ahead and switch back to the main cam. Not that we'll be back cam, but the main cam. Um, great to have Morgan on the show. Uh, yeah, we also want to say... Uh, we have not really been paying attention to the <laughs> live chat. Uh, usually there's just so many comments in there that we can't even keep up with it, so we just kind of ignore it. Um, but if you do want to drop in and say hi in the live chat, chances are usually we'll see you. So if you're on YouTube, want to say hi, want to put a hot take in the chat, feel free to uh, do so. Maybe you can have a conversation started uh, right here. So moving into the final segment of this week's show, we're going to wrap it all up with the FanDuel Fantasy lineups. Folks, this is a special playoff edition. We have a lot less people to choose from this week. Um, <laughs> I guess this informed us of something. Exclusive information. <laughs> Fucking A. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So, FanDuel this week. Uh, the way we did this, usually we both make a lineup for the main Sunday window. Um, but because of the playoffs, um, I made one lineup for the Saturday games. Shaq made one lineup for the Sunday games. Um, so with that being said, I will go first. This is the lineup to pick if you're looking for a fantasy lineup this Saturday. Uh, so here we go. Starting from the top, starting quarterback, I'm taking my very own Russell Wilson. It's going to go out here and dominate the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, pick Russell Wilson, folks. It's a safe bet. Uh, for my starting running back, I've got Devin Singletary of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, he's had a great, great year all around. I think this is like my first or second time taking him. Um, but, you know, anyway, great budget-friendly pick. Um, also, for my second running back, I've got Carlos Hyde of the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, another great budget-friendly pick. Uh, my first wide receiver is the one and only Stephon Diggs. Uh, like I said, the Bills are playing the Colts, so Stefan has been arguably the best 
uh, wide receiver in the NFL this year, at least on paper. Um, but, you know, what am I else? I'm not a Bills fan, so stop there. Uh, yep, Stephon Diggs, starting wide receiver, can't go wrong there. T.Y. Hillen is my second wide receiver. Uh, Phillip Rivers is always looking for T.Y. this year. Um, I think it's a pretty safe bet. Honestly, I don't really know people. I don't, I don't know what the hell I'm doing because the random lineups are the ones to win. So, Philip Rivers could throw it to him or he could throw it to the other team. Uh, Tyler Lockett, my third wide receiver. Uh, Tyler Lockett has had a very strange year uh, as far as fantasy goes. He had a great, great game last week, but uh, the preceding weeks was not, you know, that great for him. But. Anyway, uh, Rob Gronkowski is my starting tight end. Uh, I think playoff Tom, who is he the most comfortable with? His very own Rob Gronkowski, of course. I think he's going to find him on some big third downs. Uh, the red zone, he's going to be looking for him. Uh, it's just that security blanket. He knows him. They've been in these deep you know, playoff championship situations. They've been to hell and back together. Uh, take Rob Gronkowski this week. Uh, my flex, DK Metcalf, of course. Uh, I fully expect Russell Wilson to uh, link up with DK um, a few times this week. He's been having a lackluster fantasy performance these past few weeks. Um, so I think he's overdue for a big game. Why not his first playoff game? Uh, or not his first playoff game, but his uh, first playoff game this year. Uh, so, yeah. My defense, last but not least, I'm going to take the Tampa defense. Um, again, like I mentioned in the last segment, the Washington football team, quarterback-wise, kind of screwed at this point. So um, I think that they're going to hold them to a very, very low amount of points. Uh, so, yeah, that is my lineup. Go ahead and pick it, win a bunch of money, or don't, because... Shaq. <laughs> All right. My wonderful Sunday lineup. My quarterback will be wonderful Big Ben. Hoping that he comes out and remembers that it is the Browns at the end of the day. And then he throws down a few points on him. Let him know who he is. The also legendary Big Ben. Right. Uh, my first running back is going to be Chubb. Good the defense pick. can give and take sometimes with a run game, so I'll definitely give it to them. And hopefully they... It is very odd that you guys are literally playing each other. Just It's not like you played a while ago. Like you were playing each other the very next week. Like back-to-back weeks. Of playing. <laughs> yes. The third time this season, and yeah. just so I happened, the third time this season has been back-to-back weeks. So it's really weird. Right. Yeah. I get, well, the Seahawks are playing the Rams again. Sort of. Yeah, it's very much it's Actually, it's not quite the same. But yeah. My second running back is Henry. Again, we discussed how he's a monster coming out of the season with over 2,000-plus rushing guards. I'm hoping he carries over his right. scaling ability and steps into the next level. My first receiver is one for Claypool for us. <clears throat> I'm hoping that he realizes the, how much of a weapon Claypool is for this mm-hmm. playoff game and if he uses and abuses him. This man's first playoff game, making this man know that you're worth it. Um, Higgins for my second receiver. You can see the trend of the <laughs> Pittsburgh State. <laughs> Okay, Higgins. Then Callaway from New Orleans against uh, okay. one of the Bears. Hoping they run us the Bears once again. <laughs> My first tight end, or only tight end, I chose McDonald. And hoping. Got you. Another Pittsburgh. And then for my flex, I might regret this because me and him were having personal beef, but Juju 
He chose Juju <laughs> going out there. Hopefully he can act right. I swear to God, if that man goes out there and dances on midfield. Yeah. <laughs> and for my defense, I chose New Orleans defense. Going up okay. against the Bears. I'm hoping that New Orleans defense. Right. Folks, it's Mitch Trubisky. Okay. The man will make mistakes come postseason. <laughs> I'm hoping he throws a couple of picks. Maybe a pick six in there. So. Yeah, maybe. You never know. Like I said, um, you can go ahead. If you win this one, you can tell Trump to keep his second tax return. <laughs> uh, not tax return, but stimulus check. And go ahead and... <laughs> Keep that, run that back. Keep it, man. Don't even need it this time around. Like your fan do got me. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's gonna do it for this week's show, folks. Uh, we got a very, very big weekend coming up. There could be some joy next week. There could be sorrow next week. Who knows? It's all. Wait, I mean, this is gonna be a very, very big weekend. I'm highly looking forward to it. Um, Shaq is already said that he will not be wearing his jersey for the remainder of the season? No, I will not. Until okay. we hit Super Bowl, at least I will not put a jersey. <laughs> I've, I've realized that whenever I wear the jersey, some stupidness happens, so <laughs> I will not be wearing it. I'm hoping that all the stars line, if you make Super Bowl, I'm hoping that it will be clear for me to wear it, but not until then. Because I know I'm going to wear it. Come Sunday, some stupid stuff's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Never it. <laughs> Uh, yeah that's gonna do it folks Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram like I said earlier it's at AFR Sports you can follow us there for exclusive content Uh, if you're a basketball fan the NBA stuff is gonna creep back in uh, sooner rather than later because it's just right now sports wise you know NFL playoffs are the headliners so um, once Super Bowl is done with it'll be a full on big basketball show from uh, there on out but uh, anyway, folks, best of luck to your teams this weekend. We will talk to you all next week. And hopefully they get a lot of rest at home with teams. Right. If you are one of those two lucky teams, we get a bunch of Zs and uh, stay away from that COVID because yeah, that'll be the death of you. As long as this country is still standing in the next week or two. <laughs> exactly. I will be happy to see you all. <laughs> <me> all so. <laughs> we'll see you all next time. Peace.